Hello and welcome to Turbo Tabletop number five. I am Jono and today I am joined with Ollie. That's me. Isaac. Hi. Steve. Hello. And now Smithy. Hello. Um, we've all competed in uh, a couple of tournaments recently, which we talked about in tabletop number three and four, I think. Uh, so we're just going to go down and see how we did. Uh, the first one was the Mystic Games tournament, uh, which was all individual, and then the Digcot teams. Um, so we will start with the Mystic Fall Throwdown, which... Isaac won. Uh, you went 3 0. Uh, your points were 99, 86, 89. So you peaked. Yeah, didn't get the 100 in that first game, sadly. <laughs> um, Ollie was second. Uh, again, 3 0. You went 76, 92, 97. Uh, 76 kind That was a nice upward trajectory. Yeah. Uh, Steve, you were fifth. You went 2 1. Oh, yeah. You got 184.54. You got the 100. Then it was me. I came sixth. I got, uh, and I went 2 1 as well. Got 89.86.47. And then Smithy, <laughs> you were seventh. You also went 2 1. You got 100. Then 39. Then 75. Yeah. Uh, not a bad Good average form. Yeah, yeah. performance. We, yeah. I think we all had, apart from Isaac, had a kind of low low moment, but yeah. as a whole... <laughs> Luckily, I think Steve we did was there well. for my low moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I was your low moment. <laughs> what, what, what's nice is uh, we were all in... Con- going to the last game, we were all in contention for yeah. podium yeah. places. For podium yeah. places. Yeah. And I think... The Jono, your low scoring game was against me, yeah, and Steve's was against Isaac, yeah. So we and yours was against Steve, mine was against, yeah. yeah. So yeah. we yeah. only performed badly into each other, yeah, That's interesting, yeah. which is pretty good. I think yeah. that and that <clears throat> makes sense, right? Uh, yeah, that's kind of tracks for what how we're doing. Um, yeah, our game three was into each other, and that was that was rough. I, I've written down here, it was purge the foe. I had shocking opening secondaries that I just couldn't do. And then I just couldn't kill anything and was outkilled. So you you started your secondaries on I've just got you listed as opponents. <laughs> <laughs> you started it's all on all You started on bring it down and behind enemy lines. Yeah. And I just put my trucks behind buildings. And there was that that, that, was, that was it. That was yeah. it. <laughs> you yeah. your death guard, you weren't fast enough to get anywhere. Uh, I had a my, actually my last two turns were no prisoners engage, secure no man's land, and deploy teleport out. Perfect. Uh, yeah, by which point there's nothing <laughs> left on the board. So, um, but uh, my first, uh, the first game was servo skulls. I do like servo skulls because it just it swings do so know, much. Do you know, Johnny? Some opinions can be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what makes it more enjoyable. How much it annoys other people. <laughs> I ended the game with all of the objectives. On my opponent's home objective, to add insult to injury, which was yeah, yeah. The the guy I played was less experienced, I guess, and he was moving his objectives towards uh, moving the objectives towards his deployment, and I kept saying to him, "Well, it's literally the wrong way." Yeah, it's like 
you want to move them this way. He's like, yeah, but then they're going to move to you. I was like, yeah, but you're going to deny me points. Because we're, bo- we're both... <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's right. I know what I'm doing. All right. Because at the end of his turn, having moved them closer to his deployment zone, scores you points. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to see why John was in contention. <laughs> Was this was this one of the lads that you brought up through the uh, after school club? <laughs> no, no. So, no. Little Jimmy in year seven. But I, you explained I, it. I explained he it. it in yeah. his life. Yeah, it w- it was a very fun game though because he had uh, it was Necrons. I think are they Doomstalkers or Reanimators? Oh, uh, tall legged yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, the Doomstalkers. Yeah, they're all in the middle. Um, I killed, managed to kill one, like turn one. And then round two, Mortarian, two of them were in the middle. One blew up, Mortarian blew up, and it was just this mortal wound crater in the middle. <laughs> I do love it when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how were your first games? Do you remember at all? Uh, yeah, mine was good. I was against Black Templars, who are very efficient into Orcs, because everything we have is low AP and damage two at best. So they're all two wounds with a five up feel no pain. <laughs> Um, so we basically we both stood in the middle of the board looking at each other kicking the football backwards and forwards <laughs> uh, until I managed to um, break a gap in his line with the flash kits they got through his crusader squad with Grimaldus in it and after that I was able to like get to the squishy guns mm. behind it there was a point where I charged um, is it a Deimos land raider with the flamers Redeemer. Redeemer. Redeemer I charged it with a squad of knobs He'd already overwatched, so that was fine. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, sweet, I've done like eight damage to this land raid. And then in his turn, he was like, big guns, never tire, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and I picked the knob, knobs up on the battlefield, I was like, okay, lesson learned. Yeah, <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> Minus one doesn't really bother Flamers, does it? No. Yeah. Um, but in, in that game, we scored about the same on primary. Um, he scored 32 and I scored 31. But because I was able to hold him in the middle and just have more units... I just smashed him on secondary, yeah, because I could get around the sure. table. So I was like, I'm fine with this not yeah. going anywhere for three turns. Yeah, um, yeah, and ended up capturing his outpost, which is a fitting way to end the game. Mm. Around the back door. Well, you scored a hundred, Steve. How did you manage that? Uh, I was playing uh, an Imperial Guard army who had <laughs> a very small number of units, and um, I took. I was tactical. He went fixed, so he was trying to kill my characters and spread around the board. I don't know why. I don't think the spread around the board secondary was a good choice for him because he didn't have enough units. Mm. Um, but it basically, did you think because he had movement that he could get there? Possibly. I mean, he has faster units, yeah. um, but the, the problem was they he just didn't have enough, so he only needed to lose three vehicles, and he basically couldn't ever do it again. <laughs> um, and he had. About a third of his army tied up in one unit, a Bane Blade. Um, oh, yeah. So that got stuck in a corner, um, and I just hid from it the whole game. I think it shot me once in the game, and I just picked off the rest of it and scored all the points basically. Nice. So it's quite it's quite a straightforward game in the end. Uh, Smithy, you also got a hundred. How did you do that? Who did, did you play? So I played uh, Tyranids. Um, I think. Again, a maybe slightly less experienced player, which probably heavily played in my favour there. Um, 
but running the Space Wolves as the Storm Lance gives me a lot of movement as well. So we've deployed Servo Skulls, it meant I could basically get straight up into his sort of front line, have those objectives, even if he kicks them back to me, I'm going to have units close enough to just kick them straight back. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was pretty much Murderfang <laughs> that kind of did the work, sort of hit his um, non-emissary, didn't kill it in the first round, he attacked it back, didn't kill Murderfang, Murderfang killed it, consolidated into another unit, killed that, and basically just carried on doing that for a little while, and uh, tied up one half of the board where everything else could then sort of move out and uh, when do a rampage. Did he he Mur did indeed, yeah. Murderfang is gross. <laughs> So yeah, he he got a couple of his three three rounds of fighting per combat phase in that game. <laughs> so um, just a nice name as well. Just a good nod to the kind of Viking heritage of like simplicity. What does he do? Murder things. What does he have? Yeah. Fangs. Like zero OC <clears throat> doesn't do anything else. But yeah, and with the advance and charge, just sort of throw him at something. Um, and I think I got kind of lucky on secondaries as well. Um, I also finished with capture enemy outpost. And at that point, there was nothing else to, <coughs> to stop. <laughs> it was yeah. all mine. So, um, but no, it was a good, fun game. And the guy, um, despite lack of experience, he he was there. He was getting his position in and stuff. But I think it was just again, I was good into the horde stuff and good mm. into the monsters. Yeah, matchups important, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's as almost as important as player skill sometimes. Definitely. I think it's, it's also like the. Internal matchups, like matching up your units yeah. into the right things. Uh, something I learned in the second tournament. One of the units that did me very well in the Mystic Fallout was wrong to take into the wider meta because it was the matchup <laughs> against everything yeah. else. Yeah. It was just great on that day. Um, but we'll get to that. Well, then, Isaac, your first game, 76, your lowest scoring. What? Uh, my first game, oh, 99. Oh, well, 99, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Your highest scoring. Highest scoring. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a bit of a... It was a good, really good matchup uh, for me. World Eaters, they can't shoot. Um, <laughs> Chaos, shoot and fight Yeah, really, really well at the moment. Um, certainly some under-costed units, which I think will change. Um, or go back up to what they used to be. But, yeah, real favourable matchup. Um, really great opponent. Just not used to competitive Warhammer. Hasn't played many games of tenth, and that was his first tournament, right? And um, I think it was his yeah. first. First, yeah, yeah. Uh, he just lost it really bigly in the in the staging. He didn't stage correctly. Angron was far too far away to be effective. There were no big charge opportunities, and with my army's speed, I was able to get every objective punted right up, and he wasn't able to respond and kick them back at all. Sure. So really sealed down the primary. I think what made the game the big kind of walkover was that um, Angrons, you roll your blood tide dice, whatever they're called, at the start of the battle round. And because I went first, I was able to see if he had the dice necessary to resurrect Angron that turn. Okay, yeah. And knowing that I don't have to contend with Angron this turn, <laughs> I was able to play a really aggressive game and not have to think about screening Angron out and where do I have to be. Uh, Angron finally arrived in the final turn of the game and failed his nine-inch charge with a reroll, um, and it was just a little, a little lackluster. Um, Typical Angron. But we had a we had a really good chat afterwards and kind of talked through, you know, where things could have gone differently. And then I think he chose violence in the following two games and good luck. Yeah, I think he came back. Had a lot more fun. Yeah, his third game particularly, I think he he did really well. But it was it was lost in staging. It wasn't uh, necessarily a 
big mistakes in game. He just didn't set up aggressively enough. Can I give a little plug to Callum? Yeah. Of the so, army. Um, Callum's an amazing painter. He, he does a little bit of painting for me when um, I'm feeling lazy. And um, he's <laughs> Sip of Paint on Instagram, S-I-P-P underscore of underscore paint. And he is open to commissions. His army won best painted at the tournament, and my Black Legion contrast Agrax Bath army um, might have killed a lot better, but it did not look a lot better at all. Uh, yeah, he's an extraordinarily good painter. Yeah, I think it was a bit of a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That he won that. He was complaining about one unit, and I was like, "Why? Look at it! <laughs> it's, it's, it's brilliant." Um, yeah, I've got the placings here. He he came fifteenth in the end, but. Oh, yeah, he had a bad time against you, but then his last game, ninety-seven, he scored. So yeah, oh, nice. yeah, <clears throat> got some redemption nice. there. Um, I was chatting to Callum on. Um, I was trying to get some tips on world eaters before we went to the team tournaments. Yeah. Um and he's picking up the game real quick. Oh, okay. As yeah. in, um, I reached out to a few people for a few bit of tips. Let's just say the feedback was variable. <laughs> I was very thankful for everyone getting back to me, but it was a bit variable. Um, Callum's um, analysis of World Eaters just is like a few paragraphs, but it's on point. Ooh, okay. yeah. So he's um, he's definitely one to watch. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I think learns quickly from mistakes, and it was yeah. it was an experience thing, not a player skill thing. Yeah. Um, my my second game in the in the Mystic tournament was against Tau. I was not looking forward to that. Um, and I, I think, truth be told, I won that by the skin of my teeth. Um, he failed a couple of uh, really easy charges. Um, the, who is it? Shadow, is it Shadow Sun? Farsight. Farsight. Farsight deployed behind all of my Plague Burst crawlers, uh, behind a building. I couldn't see him. Then he came round in a turn. And because they've got massive bases in their vehicles, he had to use a lot of movement to get round. Yeah. And then he failed the charge. And then on my turn, my tanks just turned around <laughs> and just blew him to pieces. Um, but Jesus. He, you know the really useful boxes we were using to carry all our models? Mm. He was using that as his dice tray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's just that many shots from these crisis battle suits. You, you yeah. the... Uh, Bocca six or with triple cyclics. Uh, yeah, yeah. So maybe even two of them. It's something like I think it's fifty six. If they, if he's running the cold style with exemplar of carry on, it's fifty six shots with um, sustained hits one from turn two. At like AP two damage two. It's yeah, just it was. Gross. Yeah, it, it's my, flick, isn't it? Yeah, my plague marines blinked and they were gone. Yeah. <laughs> just, they. Yeah. Yeah, um, where there once was plague marines, it was just a blue ball of <laughs> burning plasma. But M Mortarian put in the work in that game. He managed to survive a bit of shooting, and then got to him, and just started killing a couple of key, just reducing his efficiency. Which mm. I don't think I finished off many units, but I just they may as well have been. Which yeah. I think yeah. is kind of what you do. Uh, I went tactical war tournament. Um, we both thought about doing like assassinate and bring. Um, I thought about bring it down because it was all vehicles, but I was too nervous to try fixed for the first time mid tournament. Yeah, it was just. But I did all right. Um, uh, had secure no man's land turn one and engage. I didn't score engage, but got no man's land, 
then I did score bring it down and uh, attempting target uh, then my I think it was turn four is where I did the best area denial and cleanse scored five on both of that yeah. oh nice and just and yeah uh, I scored 45 on primary he only scored 30 yeah so. that sounds quite <coughs> apt for um, Tau versus Death Guard if you're doing well in yeah, I think there's there's a tipping point with with that kind of matchup. Yeah, if you can if you can break through, yeah, then you've got it. I I think now a lot of the towel lists are starting to run a single devil fish with breaches and a cadra fireblade because they're good at shifting you off an objective. Like the the crisis suits will kill you off an objective, but they won't necessarily get onto it themselves. Sure. Whereas breaches and the devil fish will kill you off the objective, and then when you charge them, they can jump back on the bus <laughs> and stay on the objective. I faced that exact setup in the team's tournament actually in the last game. Effective? No. <coughs> oh. <laughs> but more on that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, were there any standout moments in in the Mystic one, or standout uh, mistakes? No, I'll, I'll give one. Isaac uh, beating me soundly. <laughs> thoroughly in the top table to take the tournament. Well done. Oh, was that a mistake or a standout moment? No standout moment. It was um it was just really well played. Um I I had effectively nowhere to go for the whole game. Um I couldn't see any mistakes to um make the most of. Stick my crowbar into into and sort of lever lever some points out of. That's very kind of you. It was good. I think um the big thing <clears> probably <throat> we could all agree on is playing with Steve has made us better players. Um, and we all, we thought we were playing each other round two, and we were both a bit gutted because we always end up playing each other. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But it was it was a nice it was a nice end to the game. Um, I think yeah, yeah. and even little, I, I think chaos efficiency saved me game two, where I forgot to bring my units of obliterators down in the the second turn, um, and it was one of those moments where it was like I've shot with one unit and. and this wherever I put the players down isn't really going to impact what's going forward, but you know, tournament you you, you don't bring them in. Um, but my forge fiends both spiked massively um, and just ripped through two units, like two full units of gravis um, bodies, and then my accursed cultists. I think it's the six big boys just <laughs> ripped apart a ten man squad of or a six man squad of eradicators. Lovely. And so when the obliterators dropped in, it was just a bit like. I can use them just to score some points now. They're yeah. not. That's yeah. a good example of um, what you said, Ollie, about the internal kind of alignment of some units facing other units, and if you get that matchup right, it's perfect. So forge fiends, three damage, high strength. Yeah, devastating wounds. Yeah, just three wound gravis marines who are really tough are not at all fucking tough against forge fiends and just melts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and because I picked, I was really worried about that game because of all the flamers that are in a salamander's army. But because of that, that big second turn, it just meant that it was uh, the flamers were all gone, and I could have a bit Got of fun. Got rid of all of these threats. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I think that was a mistake that, if I hadn't rolled high, would have been a bit more costly than it was. Yeah. Um, mm. Got something to remember. I should have learned that. I've done it before, and I lost a five-man squad of Deathwing Terminators in a turn four, going, <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're on the side of the table. Um, so I should have learned, but mm. didn't. No, I am um, the second match. I think was uh, I was against sisters, and my, I was running a 
block of five Mega Knobs, twin kill saws, and a big mech with a custom force field. Into Sisters, they were fantastic. They basically took a flank on their own um, and just walked onto his home objective. Kill, I, I, what they got the Exorcists, the yeah, yeah, organ missiles, killed them. Um, into what I was, it was a matchup I was quite scared of because I don't have a lot of um, in that particular list. I didn't have a lot of um, damage output. It was a lot of really tough units, yeah. um, just designed to stick on objectives. Um, and the uh, triple melters out of it just dealt with my trucks <laughs> so easily. He was just like, "I'm going to shoot your truck." It's ten damage. Yeah. <laughs> okay. With the uh, miracle dice. Yeah. And then all the bolters just deal with the boys. So I was really leaning on those tough, tough lads. There's some saucy miracle dice combos. I, I don't know in detail. I've, I've listened to some experts talk about it, but you can manipulate so many things with uh, miracle dice, and you, there's no phase or unit restriction like you yeah. had. So you can kind of pile dice in and you get loads more over the course of the game through stuff dying and whatever. So you can really kind of load your damage yeah. and your efficiency where you need it. And you can expend, and with the team's tournament we'll talk about in a bit, but I found that you can like insert a one on a save you know you're not going to make anyway and then recycle it using something in the unit. Oh, so you die. Right. So you basically go... Yeah, dice off the back. Well, I think it's some sort of attachment in the unit that if you expend a, um, a dice, you can re-roll it and retrieve it. Oh, so right. he's got... Like, that's AP3. Okay, it's a six-up save. So I'm going to use that one and then I'm going to get another miracle dice because I've used this ability and then... That's sneaky. I can get that mm. one up to maybe a four or, a, or whatever. Yeah, make it into a useful yeah, one. Yeah, and that was a bit of a... Oh, all right, Nice. Yeah. <laughs> we thought Eldar were cheating. This is just ridiculous. Yeah, it did. It, the miracle dice do feel like pre-nerf fate dice. Because I, I can't again. I can't remember exactly what the combo with the melter is, but it basically, just these miracle dice all become sixes, and we go through the steps, and your truck's dead. <laughs> it was just that was the outcome of it. I guess it's just the lack of a big <clears throat> sort of. Wraith Knight equivalent unit for them yeah. that kind of negates the maybe the effectiveness that yeah they're not dice had not a top tier army and therefore the miracle dice is propping them up it's not uh, yeah I, them I, busted. I think there was a lot of worry early on that they were going to struggle um, because they don't have anything over strength eight I don't think in their Who's sisters index yeah uh, melters are strength nine are they strength mm. nine now? so yeah. yeah melters are their sh- strongest thing. But being able to use the miracle dice, be like my melter just gets you. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter about strength. Melters are in a weird spot because that strength nine isn't quite enough. It's, it's rhino w- killer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even then, it's not. No, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're yeah. wounding on a four. It's it's a really good uh, into like terminators, I guess. Like light vehicle. But even then, it's winning a terminator on a three. Yeah. So and then they've got a four up. There's like fifty fifty if they save it, but. They I thought they made it more accurate. Like the, um, I thought in the law, las cannons are going to be the, you know, the bit for the Imperium. Like, sure, they're right, the big anti tanks. Yeah. And melters are always a bit like lower down, and the rules. Well, it's handheld, isn't it? You can. Yeah. yeah, I think it's kind of like if you hit something, it vaporizes. Which I guess with the the melter X damage, yeah, which yeah. obviously then you can't modify to reduce. Mm. So you're kind of always having that extra what, two on the handheld four yeah. on some of the bigger ones. I think, isn't yeah. it? So. That's an enormous amount of damage that can come through. I think it's one of those things that comes from when you shift from like the, the shift from ninth to tenth, where a melter was like 
pinnacle of handheld yeah. anti-tank you have weaponry. To have a melter. Yeah, and yeah. then you've got loads of stuff with them now. I mean, they're free, so why wouldn't you? Because of the war gear. Yeah. But you've then come into tenth, and you're going, oh Christ! Like I thought I had loads of anti-tank, and I, I don't actually. I've got yeah. anti-elite infantry or anti-light mm. vehicles. You know, they'll kill a land speeder, but they're not going to take out a land raider. So like my yeah. um, my mythic blight haulers that have plus one to wound against vehicles. Mm. But on the mountain, it's, oh, it's a four. <laughs> it's not great. I mean, I'm thankful that it's a four, but still. Um, and then they've got the crack missile to follow it up. But yeah. But I do like the Blight Haulers. They're, they're very tough. What were they getting called on Thursday? Trash cans. Trash cans. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've always been a bit of an unsung sort of unit for Death Guard. Yeah. They've always just been a solidly good movement like decent shooting weirdly good in melee as well for like yeah, a, they can a, a tank a pseudo tank clink off a couple of guys yeah. um, and you can run them in units of three yeah they're reminiscent mm. of old school land speeders yeah. like you could run them in units of three they had a melter gun they had like a flamer or a heavy bolter so it's kind of the death guard equivalent um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get two more so I can run two units of two that feels mm. that feels like the efficiency point yeah, there's 200 points each then because yeah Smithy, what was your um, highlight or massive cock-up that you would like to um, share with you? <laughs> so I think it was it was definitely interesting, the three games, because basically my first and third game were against, I guess, conventional armies yeah. that was, you know, normal damage, you're getting saves, you're kind of give and take with that sort of thing yeah. against yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it was just that mortal wound output. Yeah, thousand I, Sons, by the way. A Thousand Sons, yeah. yeah. So it was very much... I've got a couple of feel no pains. Nothing else that can really counter that. Yeah. I need to get up close to really do anything. Um, and then again, my units that do have the feel no pains are dreadnoughts. Yeah. So as soon as they're the ones that are left, there's not too much movement. There's not like they're going to put you know ten OC on an objective. It's going to be a few OC. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it kind of was just it was good to see the the I guess the the failings maybe of that list against something that can throw out the mortal wounds and then, you know, in respect devastating wounds as well. Yeah, loads um, devastating, yeah. But um, it was good fun. It um, was um it's a matchup between two armies that does not suit you and no. your space <laughs> as well because everything that Thousand Sons are good at, dev wounds, mortal wounds, short to medium range firepower, is space rules walking into it. Yeah. So you kind of stage up into the middle and I'm like cool now we can unleash the entire army on two or three key units and just pick it apart and yeah (coughs) we played before the tournament practice games that i fell foul on the same thing yeah because you just deployed on the back edge of your table and i was like well i either stay in my deployment zone and don't score anything for the game yeah or i walk into your guns and i have to walk into your guns (laughs) because otherwise i don't do anything yeah that's That's nasty second game was sites of power as well and your army has so many characters. Oh yeah, it's yeah. so school yeah. primary as well. Yeah, and I think that's even even though I've got a lot of characters in it, I'm running a very hero hammery. Yeah, not necessarily the best competitive list, but as like Warhammer's intended to yeah, be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the big unit there is the Logan Grimnar, the Thunderwolves, with a four up invul and high toughness. Again, against mortal wounds, devastating wounds, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and that's usually the brick that would move in, kind of attract fire because you can't really ignore it but yeah you did ignore it (laughs) (laughs) and you actually i think that experience um helped you for the team tournament because i know one of 
having done the uh, the secret analysis, your <laughs> game against the Thousand Suns was one of the biggest positive swings against what we thought we were going to get. Because Thousand Suns yeah. should really stomp Space Wolves, and that was not the case in the team tournament. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, like you say, it was kind of knowing what could come out of them and what units could maybe chuck that out, and then thinking, okay, I can make heavy use of the epic challenge uh, stratagem in melee to pick yeah. off those characters, yeah. get rid of his cabal points. Nice. Um, which, yeah, definitely was even result of win, but like you say, it wasn't quite the more points. The difference. We, yeah. Should we move on to the the team tournament then? I think it's just worth saying thank you for organising it, Jonna. It was, oh, a, it was a really good day. Yeah, come on, <coughs> more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah well, they, they go really well, I think. Yeah, uh, the mystic ones always um, seem to sort of tickets immediately seem to sort of like sell to a good number. As yes, well, which is nice to see. Yeah, we've got another one in February, um, and then looking at other venues for a bigger one, mm. a bigger one day, but that is. More organisation than I maybe initially thought, was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's coming along. Uh, yeah, so that that should be towards the end of the year. Cool. Nice. But yeah, the the Dickot teams won. Um, so yeah, we all we all went together as Mystic Games, um, and I think we put in a admirable effort. Great. Uh, where. Sixth was that where we finished? Yeah, it was sixth out of eight. Yeah, but the the first were leagues ahead, right? And then second to sixth were close. Yeah, you, you you effectively had three tiers. You had the top team who were very very much the top team, the bottom team who were very much the bottom <laughs> team, and then you had the other six teams in the middle, all effectively on. One win, one draw, one loss, or a you know, yeah. slight variation. The weird team with three draws. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which gets you the kind of effectively the same. So you had this kind of block in the middle, and then from there you've just got little tiebreaker things like the number of wins and the number of points. And it, yeah, the, it's more then about the ind- the individual performance rather than the team performance. So it, I'm saying joint second. Okay. By the way. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. 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 Confident with the joint second. Yeah, joint second. Cool. Um, go through the the pairings again, just as a quick recap, because now that we've done it, because we didn't quite do it quite right in the in the last podcast. Yeah. When we explained it. Yeah. yeah. The description was imperfect. Yeah. It, it, it had room for improvement, and I'm going to say, say, Steve, can you explain it? No. <laughs> no. You still don't know how to do it. I, I couldn't. I can basically tell you there's a combination of um, you put armies forward to defend. The other team puts two attackers in, and then you choose which of those attackers attacks your defender. And then you choose which. And then there's some kind of flipping round. It r- repeats, <laughs> and then at the end of it, you've got two leftovers, one from each uh, team, and they fight each other. Yeah. And at the end of all of that. Um, the five players on each team are matched up in pairs. And the, the table selection was what threw me. So there's three different <laughs> yeah, terrain yeah. types at the tournament. There's WTC, which is generally a dense terrain setup. UKTC, which is it's kind of sparse. middling. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe sparse to middling. And then uh, GW, which is just nice middle of the ground. Hmm. And we're all very used to GW. Yeah, at this point. it's always yeah. the shot. Yeah. 
Um, would you like to... How do you want to do it, Johnny? I've got the pairings here because I took some photos in the tournament. Well, because this is audio, I think it needs a bit of a description. <laughs> um, Steve has come very well prepared for this. Um, I thought I was prepared by writing some notes, but you've got printouts of the pictures you've yeah. taken of the matchups. I've got uh, some. Have you got the Matrix there as well? I've got the Matrix, which was. Um, you had your own secret Matrix, yeah. I think. So I've got three documents, right? Three documents. One is the matrix, which is how we wanted to do pairings and some tips for all of us yeah. going into specific matchups. Which was helpful. Uh, I'm glad someone read it because I probably didn't read it enough. <laughs> I read it for the I, last game halfway through. I was like, ah. Yeah. And, and I killed the thing that it said to kill. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> this the matrix yeah. works. So if we're blaming anybody, it's John for not doing reading. <laughs> My other document is um, probably the pairings for each each round. Oh, okay, yeah. And then the third document, which is top secret classified, cool. is the analysis of performance. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where certain members of the table are slightly nervous about it. Yeah, we, none of us knew we were getting the performance. No, right? we didn't. <laughs> and you know, it, it's actually against most business, business regulations to bring up. Unknown faults in a performance management <laughs> review. Um, usually, Luckily, there's some forewarning. There's no legal kind of boundaries here. <laughs> we're, we're, not, we're not a business yet. Yeah. Turbo yeah. Tabletop doesn't have a HR team, so yeah. you're fine. <laughs> so we can bully you all yeah. podcast long. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to the secret analysis. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, as a, <laughs> I've. I've got some notes on my games, like I said. I mean, I played Custodes twice. <laughs> you sound really happy about it. Yeah, and there was potentially the chance of playing them a third time, because the, the last team had Custodes, um, yeah. I think, and I just didn't want to do that for a third time. That would have been miserable. Um, I, think, I think I did all right. I mean, I got kind of screwed in the first game. I went fixed all day. Fixed secondaries, um, cleanse and uh, deploy teleport homes, which really actually works for Death Guard. And I took the exact same list that I had at the Mystic tournament. Now, it probably doesn't, it probably isn't the most efficient at scoring those secondaries, but it did it quite well. Um, but in that first game, I just got denied the middle of the board. And I just couldn't deploy my teleport homes. <laughs> um, yeah, custodies have some really annoying shenanigans. They do, yeah. Which is really good against my death guard with AP 1, 2 damage to have saves, reduce damage by 1, have a 4-up, feel no pain. It Fight first. Fight first. It just kind of nulled <clears throat> what I could do. Yeah. My, um, my fetid bloke drone, the one with the flamers... Put in the work against custodies though. The two d six anti infantry, oh, it loved it. It had a good time. <laughs> um, Better time than you had. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that first game he blocked my movement really well, and just uh, I should have uh, because it was uh, purged the foe, and I went second. I did make mistakes where I should have foul units back, and they kind of. I didn't expect them to die, but because they mm. died in my turn, it tipped over his kill more, which... Yeah. Yeah. What's What was their points scoring? 
my, I've only got my games for this one. Yeah. Uh, but first one was 69 to 100. Um, okay. Then it was 68 to 79. Uh, and then my last game was 82 79. Because I think we, um, if we, if, well, when we get to another Teams one, we probably want to think a bit more about um, the, the matchups so that we're probably a bit more realistic about the points and the predicted result. Because we predicted a draw for your game against Custodies. Yeah. Maybe a bit optimistic. Uh, pr- probably. Um, I think there's also a bit of a, just a lack of experience playing all yeah. these different armies. Yeah, I agree. It it's kind of hard to to predict. Um, it's kind of what's been mentioned as well. It's very different from the the shop meta. Yeah, for what people yeah. use to go and go into a I guess a more general meta. Um, yeah, yeah, it just throws a spanner in the works with guessing how you're going to do. Yeah, in that first round, we were playing against the ultimate winners of the tournament, who we knew going in were going to win the tournament. <laughs> really. <laughs> Uh, just because the five players they had were all in the very high echelons of you know, <coughs> 40k, play a lot of good tournaments. Well, yeah, they've been coming off the back of GTs, LGT, like proper, <laughs> proper business. Grind- yeah. Grinders. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. yeah. And they showed us what that yeah. top tier of players like, for yeah. the most part, I we, think. We were ground. Yeah. I, I was really happy with my um, game in that first round because I got plumps with the, the mirror match it's a thousand suns versus thousand suns and this dude's like big hitter in thousand suns you know he's a very good player and I only lost by 12 points that's good and yeah. I was I was like yeah well, I'm, I'm doing it right here against the, you know, the big fella so I was pleased with that yeah yeah my um my first game I was matched up into Chaos Demons, <laughs> which should be a good matchup for me. And it was my blunder of the day for that tournament. Turns out it was my list building because I didn't have. I built a list of tough units that could sit on objectives and they just didn't have the kill pressure. Yeah. So I should be. It should be a good matchup for me because of all of the anti monster that's in Orcs and I yeah. just didn't have enough of it. To finish anything off, so my war turn just bounced off these six greater demons, and there's like a little series of messages in the WhatsApp groups. Like turn one, my message was pretty confident. <laughs> turn two was a bit of a shaky turn two, but can probably still squeak a win. Turn three was it's probably going to be a close loss, <laughs> and turn four was where the fuck is my army? <laughs> I've picked up all of my models. Um, Really nice chap to play against, and he spoke. We spoke afterwards, and he said, "I think you should have taken fixed and gone with bring it down and assassinate, because his his list is six greater demons." Yeah, and I agree. If I'd had the beast boss and, and the beast nagger boys, yeah. that's what was missing. Yeah. So it was the the lesson learned there was don't don't take lessons from your local meta too seriously in the wider world I think, I think it's two, two important lessons there one is and I learnt this against you uh, a few weeks ago when my I split my Eldar fire into your orcs too much thought I would kill a lot and just bounced off everything yeah. so instead of killing a couple of units effectively I tried to kill five <laughs> units and didn't do anything yeah. um, so split and focusing fire is important I learned that lesson periodically when I screw it up <laughs> and the other one is um 
the skew list that you get at team tournaments. So that guy specifically <clears throat> put in a weird list. Yeah, that's yeah. a proper stat check list. It's, yeah. it's a gatekeeping army. Yeah. How yeah. the fuck do you kill six great Adidas? Well, yeah. I was <laughs> chatting to him and he was he was said he played a lot in ninth, but this was only like his seventh or eighth game in tenth. Bastard. So he brought <laughs> he brought that list because it's a relatively easy list to pilot because low yeah. model count, my stuff just doesn't die. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna put it on objectives and I'm asking you the question: Can you deal with me? Yeah, it's a cool um, list as well. It's very yeah, cool. Yeah. The models, models were well. they looked well painted. Yeah, he was very Blanchitsu style. Some of the uh, creature caster, keeper of secrets, and stuff. It was lovely, and, and a nice, nice chap as well. Yeah, um, my that whole I think that whole team, but by and large, let's say, were, were really nice. <laughs> we'll get onto that. I, I had a, I had several chats with that team throughout the day. They, yeah. they were really good good guys. <laughs> they went to the corner shop uh, yeah, after as a one. proper flex after beating <clears throat> us into the ground. They went to the corner shop, brought a crate of beers and were drinking beers for the rest of the tournament. I'd like them even more now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we should have done that. Yeah, their, their lunch break, they sat in the corner and just smashed a case of Magnus between the five of them. <laughs> Good lads. Yeah. I had a, an interesting game one um, where I was playing against sisters and quite a well, sort of placed sisters player in the UK um, and world at, at large. Um, and I kind of went through the questions at the start of the game that you ask: Have you got any torrent? Fight first, precision, so you kind of know what you're dealing with. A lot of torrents, a sisters player, precision. Uh, I've only got that um, on epic challenge, right? Um, so we kind of just for context, your army is particularly vulnerable. not weak per se, but. If you can apply precision to your army, take out key characters, you suddenly get yeah. Down my power-wise. four biggest yeah. units fall apart quite yeah. quickly because yeah. they benefit a lot from the character buffs. And his teammate um, was playing a virtually identical list to me. Um, the four of the three of the four chaos lists were the accursed cultist chosen build with the chaos lords, which is the one I was up against. Yeah, yeah. sorry, <laughs> sorry, um, so we kind of went through those questions, and he got his chess clock out and. Last episode, for you know you regular listeners out there, you'll learn that Steve had told me to be strict on the chess clock, yes. to call my opponent out for nonsense so I didn't kind of get fouled again. And he, he put it down and said, I want to use this because I, I often time out playing sisters because there's a lot of stuff. And I was like, yeah, great, happy to use it. I deployed my first unit, unit cultists, seconds to put down, 10 little models, put them in a line, over to you, hit the chess clock. He's put his rhino down. I start putting my next unit down finish, click the clock, and he clicks it back instantly, and I notice his rhino's on the board already, and I was like, all right, would you mind, we're on a chess clock, like, you're using my time to deploy, would you Would you mind in the future, to, you know, wait until I've clocked, and he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, and then I deploy another unit, and then there's four or five rhinos on the board, and I was going, sorry, you know, <laughs> what's going I've on? not even clicked the clock yet, you're deploying in my time, what should and shouldn't be on the board, um, what has technically deployed, and he pointed at two rhinos, and I was like, right, can you take the rest off the table, please? And he's like, why? And I said, well, because you're deploying in my time, what's the point in putting the clock down? Unless and you're also, gonna... you don't know how to counter-deploy. Yeah, yeah. Step, like, what is on the board and what isn't. That's just yeah. not how you deploy. It's no. cheating. Regardless yeah. of <laughs> it is cheating. It's, t- it's very confusing and um, intentionally so. So he took it off the board, and we sort of deployed normally after that. Game starts, and it's, you know, it's all right, we're having a nice time. And then gets to turn two and he pops a unit out of his rhino and he starts shooting my accursed cultist with the dark commune. And he says, uh, this, sorry, uh, backtrack a second. Turn one, he pops two assassins out onto the midboard and goes, yeah, they've got precision. 
And I was like, all right, anyway, I'm really sorry. I completely forgot. And I was like, it's okay. You know, we've just started. It's one unit. Yeah. I did ask at the start of the game, so would have appreciated that. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn two, some sisters pop out of a rhino and start shooting my cursors. He then says that one of the guns in that unit confers precision and anti-psycher 2+, plus, which is anathema <laughs> to a dark commune whose character is a psyker and is quite squishy. Yeah. And I did stop him and went, look, I really clearly asked you at the start of the game, do you have any precision units? You told me no. You've now told me there's two that, you know, you have, have you've got, got it. two out of your ass halfway through the game. Basically. One of them is particularly good at killing my list. And you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't point out to him, but his teammate's got the same list. He knows yeah. exactly how to yeah. play against my list. Um, and he was like, I saw it, it's not going to kill it, really. And I was like, well, it might do. Like, you've got the shots, like, we're affect, speculating yeah. here. It's still going to affect your positioning and you well, know, I, you might move. I had the back, movement yeah. to actually have hidden my character. Yeah, yeah. But it was, so yeah. I did say to him, had I known that, I would have just plonked him behind this wall because it was ground floor closed. I could have just hidden him. And he was like, yeah, sorry. And I said, so what else in your army has precision? And he sort of stepped back and looked through and every bloody unit on the board had one of these bolters in it. And he was like, yeah, they've all got it. And I just thought, this is somebody that has tailored a list to, to counter this because that's, you know, it's, yeah. it's a, that's a well-written list if, with a chaos meta at the moment. Yeah. Not disclosed it. Only disclosed it when its push comes to shove. And it just felt really dirty and it soured the game after that. Yeah. Because I just thought... I think rightly so. I don't know what, what's going on anymore. Um, and then the only the next kind of sort of faux pas was playing on a chess clock. He's running out of time. He's not got long left. He's maybe got 12 minutes, 10 minutes, and I've got 35. Um, and he forgets to click the clock. So I'm using about a minute, a minute of his turn, and he notices and he clicked it, and... Being sporting, I actually said to him, when when it comes to um, my next interaction or your turn or whatever, whenever you switch back, we'll let it run for a bit just to, to balance this out because, you know, yeah. let's play fairly. So he calls an Overwatch with one of those sister's tanks with 50 million guns on it, 40,000 <laughs> 40, flamers. And I said, yeah, just leave it and you do this. He then plays for about two minutes, two and a half minutes, quite a long Overwatch, one of the longest I've ever seen. Um, and then clicks it back and we carry on. I beat him, so it was 90-something, I've got it here. 90-something to 60, it was a 16-4 win, 95-64. So he was not going to have won that game. As we're kind of nearing the last few minutes, um, he's just turns talking to his friend, and he's like, yeah, really big mistake, It's quite, it probably cost me. I let the clock run uh, in his turn, and I've, I've run out of time now. Didn't mention that I'd given him more time than he'd spent, no. And no. as I was trying to rush through dice rolls and get him to pay attention, he was going, mate, while you're rushing, you've got 10 minutes left. And I was like, but I'm still in your turn. I've got a whole other turn to play after this. I'm just fighting back in your turn. And if I can clear this, I'll score points. And it was just, there were just, I didn't like the, the lies because they were lies. <laughs> yeah. Didn't sit well with me, particularly when it's all about, we talked about playing with intent and you ask honest, you know, ask questions, get honest answers. Be and then this, this kind of faffy justification of, yeah, I've really only lost this because I've kind of run out of time. Um, and I thought, well, you've lost because it was a bad matchup for you. Chaos are really good. 
Hmm. And also, I've, I've played better than you. Like, this is not a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's kind of sort of like, yeah, talks down your yeah your yeah. game that you've played, doesn't that, it? That, it? And that, I find that a common theme, especially when people are playing stronger <laughs> factions, like your, you know, your CSM force. It's like, oh, it's CSM. Oh, the rules are broken. Oh, they're too cheap, blah, blah, blah. And it just, it, de- it it's horrible to hear that and be on the receiving end of that because you have played well, you have won, and it's someone devaluing your performance, basically. Yeah, and I got it. I did get it all day, every game. So I won every game by thirty points, and I knew that I was getting the rough matchups because that's how teams works. But it was a bit, it was a bit frustrating to win and then be gone. Yeah, well, I was just putting this game to lose. Yeah. It, yeah. It's also, it's not like you've jumped onto chaos. No, you've been playing Black Legion since I was ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. since I was ten. <laughs> They're the army you play, um, and, and everyone gets their day in the sun as well. They do, and yeah. I think that. You know, I'm happy to admit, like, Accursed Cultists probably maybe need a couple of points up. Chosen and Lords need to go back to where they were. Um, but Chaos were not. I mean, I think they've, they've spiked at something like 59%, I think, has been their highest weekend win rate. Yeah. They're nowhere near what Eldari were, or Gene Stealers, or, you know, even Custodes at some points. Black Templars have been putting in higher win rates, they're just not winning tournaments. What's gone wrong is that they've nerfed all the people that were preying on Chaos, and then they've tried to internally balance chaos so people aren't running Abaddon Terminator breaks and then they've made some stuff like Chosen and Lords cheaper when really they were priced right it was just yeah, yeah. Abaddon and the Terminator break was good and therefore people were running them so I, I know they definitely need point hikes I hope they're not hit hard I think they need to bump the bottom some internal balance in chaos and then you know reel back in some of the ones that are performing, but saying orcs are one of the factions in the danger zone, it just that doesn't sit right either. That feels That's like a, a date now, I think. That, but yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, that was my first game. So, okay. <laughs> that's so chaos, not chaos space marines are really strong at the moment, they are indeed very strong. Aren't very, strong. Very, strong. <laughs> like, yeah. very strong. Um, apart from the gene sealer cults, it turns out, but we'll ignore that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> it was but, a uh, crusade game. <laughs> Um, and you were so your I, role in the team Smithy, was, yeah. unfortunately especially in this round was we know Care Space Marines are really good we know the player in this team is really good and your faction matches up the worst into the rest of <laughs> it was the, it, the wolves thrown to the wolves yeah you were just yeah, like yeah. go and die honourably goodbye <laughs> but yeah it was I mean luckily almost like the complete I say the complete opposite of Isaac's in, but like everyone else, a very nice chap to play against. Um, cool. It was a great fun game, like irregardless of the points difference uh, it ended up being. But started off all right. I managed to get one of his accursed cultist squads done nice. in like the first battle round. Um, That's a that, big achievement. Yeah. And which yeah. that, that was that was again that was I think just throwing Ragnar and his squad at them, epic challenging, getting yeah. rid of the the character yeah. and then just mowing through the rest. And from yes. that point on then he was like, Okay, that's gonna happen again and he just hid his character. You gotta hide them in melee as well as the thing. Exactly. Keep that um and yeah at that point it was just a you know, damage output wise fair like not too dissimilar, but it's just the fact he can constantly bring models back yeah. to those squads and um, in your command phase in my command phase as well yeah the durability of them as well um is yeah high for a the, the squad it is 190 so, points really yeah. good at just reducing the efficiency of anything into them 100 because yeah, you've yeah. got so many options of how you deal with things that's it and it was um 
Yeah, and it just meant he could push those units up, keep me near enough in my sort of like table half, and he, I think he took deploy and cleanse, so it was, you know, he was just free to use units yeah. out of the back to, to finish those secondaries. Um, so yeah, that was as expected, I think, but it was, it yeah. was still a good fun start game. What was the score in the end? Um, it was quite a difference. It was 88-39. Well, he, he did come and speak to me afterwards because we were chatting about chaos in general mm. and he did actually say Smithy that turn two he was shooketh yeah. um, <laughs> got him on, he felt he was on the ropes and he was worried about how the game was going to go wow. and then he did say it, it tipped but yeah, he was like chaos space so space wasn't the chaos space Marines. he was like fucking terrible matchup for him he was like it was never good that just, but that's the horrible nature of teams at times isn't it it is yeah and I think it was it's, like you say it's like I managed, you know, managed to get that first squad out Murder Fang again was up doing stuff but then it's the it's the longevity of the two lists like mine if I can get the hits through and yeah. keep that momentum going it works whereas he can the, the, especially well Chaos Space Marines in general they can take those hits and recover from them a lot better it's the accursed cultists you've got yeah. a three a three wound model and a one one wound model in the same unit you hit with a strength 10 damage 25 gun I'm taking that on a one unit yeah. model your bolter or your chainsaw has gone on the three wounds guy and it, yeah. you're not going to plink through. And all you need really is two or three of those big guys to survive. And they'll mow through a squad. Cause it's yeah. A D6 plus two attacks each. Strength five, AP one damage to their marine killers. Yeah. And they do it really bloody well. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what? we've lost quite big on that round one, did we? Yeah, we... Um, <clears throat> what's the secret analysis for round one? Are we allowed that yet? I mean, is there any key key <laughs> notes for the the other rounds that we want to uh, just touch upon? Oh, I mean, I, yeah, I think it's worth talking about the other rounds before so, we do that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, round two, I've got custodies again. <laughs> <laughs> this one, it's a, the main bulk of the list was the same, but this guy had two of those hovering tank things. Oh yeah. And he played them weirdly. Uh, uh, which played into my favour and that's why the game was quite close um, I I hid Mortarium for as long as humanly possible in that game um, and I kind of fed him my Blight Haulers went down one flank one at a time one hid in a building while the other went down shot and done like half damage to one of the mm. tanks died then the other one came down and done the same thing, but it kind of survived for a bit. But uh, it was just not being able to kill a couple of key models that kind of let it down. He he managed to get onto my home objective like at the end, and it just I couldn't quite because um, it, it was taken hold. It just yeah. If I could just kill a couple more and tip the OC, um, then that would have been good. I used a lot of my tricks that I had I pulled out my ass really. Um, <laughs> yeah, that horrified him. <laughs> uh, uh, the uh, I kind of threw him off with how I played like some of the Terminators because I deployed uh, I like rapid ingress or I can't remember how I did it, but. A Terminator squad ended up in the back uh, in his deployment because uh, he had to push forward, and there's 
didn't have anything to screen his deployment. Um, and he expected them to then just go up and murder a couple of units in his backline, which wouldn't have swung the game anyway. They just right. sat there, deployed teleport homer as long as they could, and then eventually died. But that he couldn't understand what I was doing. And I was like, well, I'm scoring points, is what yeah. I'm doing. Um, we and, predicted a loss for you in this one, John. What, did, what was the um, points in the end? Or how uh, you did? It was 68 to 79. So it was an eight twelve. Yeah, it was close. Yeah, it was closer at times as well because I check. I was checking in. It was, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, he did really well on primary. Um, sort of so so on um, secondaries. But it's just yeah, I couldn't couldn't kill a couple of units, a couple of models, not even units to swing it. But. Uh, the the terrain really worked in my favour in that game because mm. it was all conventional owl shapes. We'll, we'll get yeah. into when the terrain screwed me later, but <laughs> it it worked. So my my chaos spawn were hugging the wall. They were like pressed <laughs> up against, literally just within six inches for nice. deploy teleport homer because it's not wholly within. Yeah, it's, it's just, just within. Touching, yeah. yeah. Um, so they were. You do love the idea of a chaos spawn attempting to deploy a teleport homer. Yeah. <laughs> Fifty limbs and it's just bleeding Flailing out of its eyeballs. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I ever called them chaos spawn throughout the entire day. I called them like frogs and toads because they were the three D printed models. And he yeah. sat on his bloody app trying to find this in the Death Guard. Yeah. <laughs> what? What and your, your opponent in that game, um, I played him about a year ago. Very nice guy. Yeah, pleasant guy. Yeah, um, he knocks around in quite a few local tournaments. Yeah, I've, I've seen him at the few the Didcot ones I've been to. Yeah, he's good luck. Um, we we didn't do a chess clock because um, he had like five units. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he he got a bit of decision paralysis in like his turn one or two, and he he became very aware of how much time he was using. And he's like, oh, fuck, we should have we should have used the clock. He's like, no, 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 it's it's fine. Like, it's fine, you, get on with it. Just please. <laughs> move, please. I've had that with Custod's players before. I think because you've got four units, it's suddenly like, what do I do with four units? Yeah. It, it was funny because one of the, the tanks had fly, but he had to get round the building and it didn't quite fit through. Oh, fuck fly, man, the new. <laughs> so he had to advance it to like leapfrog <laughs> over a building and it used all its movement and it would have been in a great position to just shoot whatever it wanted. But it couldn't because it advanced. Fly is and then you went in hit afterwards. Yeah, well, Mortari did the same thing, but because he's got tenants movement, he happily flew over yeah. the building mm. and then charged the tank. <laughs> yeah. like, Go on then. <laughs> Minus two to hit now, are you? <laughs> cool. Lovely. Yeah, I found out about that last night, but that's another story. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a really pleasant game. Um, uh, I wanted to do better that one. I, I think I learned a couple of key bits about custodies. Yeah. Um, it's just unfortunate with a couple of dice rolls. But positioning and things, it's, it's not all dice rolls. Yeah. I think my second game would have been probably more preferable for Jono. I think if we'd swapped... Who did you play? Yeah, Grey Knights. Grey Knights. Yeah. Probably. Well, his list wasn't... It wasn't a big, like, three librarians, mortal wounds, spam... 
it was a really weird list. And when we talked through at the end of the game, he was sort of asking like, where did I go wrong? What mistakes? And it, I did have to say, actually, I think it was list construction. It wasn't. This wasn't about what you did in the tabletop. Mm. And I think the re- he prioritised that. To his credit, I think in teams a really clever move. Scoring like secondaries really early on. Yeah. And there was a bit when I was thinking, shit, he's, he's playing objectives here. He's not, he doesn't want to scrap with me. What's gonna, <laughs> what do I do? And he was like, the, the uppy <laughs> downy stuff. He got four corners on investigate signals. Oh, oh, who the hell has ever done that? Oh, yeah, my word. Yeah. What a chef's kiss. When that yeah. happened, I was like, oh, shit, this guy's playing. I'm in trouble. He's playing, <laughs> he's playing Warhammer. I'm playing Kill Team. And yeah. we kind of, but then he just ran out of models. I just, there was like a weird yeah. big squad down, nuked them, and then, I think one of the reasons that I didn't manage to quite run away and win by more was that a lot of his stuff was either dead up in the teleportarium somewhere <laughs> or hiding behind because the downstairs were closed and the windows and I just couldn't get quite round to yeah. Yeah. to, to yeah. take them out of the game. And I was quite happy sitting on like four or five objectives, it was a stupid amount of objectives, four objectives, sorry, and just scoring consistent points. Um, but I think it... I would have probably been better into custodes with my dev wound output, with the volume of accursids, and and you probably would have been pretty good at picking him off if you played burst crawlers. If, and if we had someone that was good at pairings, we might be able to achieve some of that, but we don't. So <laughs> we didn't quite understand how I ended up with it. Was that the one we didn't? So what what I was thinking of <laughs> Steve actually blamed himself on the day. There was yeah, we did make a couple of pairings errors. I think this was the most glaring. Um, and I can't remember because it's so. Oh, it's a few weeks ago now, and it's quite complex. I c- and I've recorded who got paired against who, yeah. which was useless because we know anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know who like got put forward as a defender, what the attacker options were, who selected what. I can remember a couple of bits. Um, I do remember thinking that you have got at, l- at worst a close loss into that custodies list. Yeah. Um, and Isaac from the original Matrix, we had you down as a draw against Great Knights. Yeah. And I remember thinking that's a bit pessimistic. And actually, in my my thinking analysis afterwards, I did bump that up to. So I looked at some of the stats around the meta at the moment, and basically CSM dish out the pain to Great Knights. Well, I just played before we did the like our win draw so thing. What I was going to say is we Knights based game. that that prediction off one you game in a really tough game and it was again I think when I look back it was not it was just not knowing what could do stuff yeah, yeah. and as soon as Learning, I played the yeah. second game and I was like alright this is this is what they do yeah. I just pulled them apart and in that first game it was yes yeah, so I, I and this I think we talked about this being my I think weakness in 40k Ollie mentioned it last time is my kind of analysis at times I, I don't maybe back myself or units enough. At, and I, yeah. I played one game. Big before. agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I, thought, I played one game and I was like, oh God, that was rough. Um, and then played that game and was like, I was fucking just shooting yeah. fish in a barrel with a, yeah. you know, yeah. a nuclear warhead. This yeah. wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, that was good. My, um, my second game was into the Necron. <clears throat> into Necrons with the Immortal Warrior block. Um, which and we predicted a win for this, we so we were win. happy with we this pairing. This was one that yep. I won. Um, I think the guy I was playing, he's played that list a lot, but maybe wasn't didn't have a huge amount of tournament experience because he was 
taking all of the correct actions, but he was very slow in taking those actions. So he uh, put out the chess clock, and he ended up timing out whilst I still had 40 minutes on the clock. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> Which is odd for an Orcs player to have that much time left. Yeah, yeah. basically, <laughs> I finished my war turn, he finished his turn three, and was done. Because the ruling in place at the tournament was if if you are using a chess clock and you time out, you are only allowed to make saves from that point onwards. Um, but he, he did what Necrons do. He sat his warrior blob in the middle of the board and I picked at them with flash kits trying to find a way to get through and there wasn't one. So the rest of my army just went around the flanks yeah. and wrapped them up at the back um, and killed everything. Um, I think at the end of the game he had... One of the uh, Martian tripod lads left, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the warrior brick in the middle, and that was all he had left on the table because I just went around the sides. And was um, it a, was it a big win or a close? Win? Uh, yeah, I think it was a pretty big win. It was it? 80, 89 to sixty nine. Yeah, um, and I um, I put fifty points on the primary nice. on that one because I just I held he held the middle and I held everything else. That's, yeah, which is a very good performance against Necrons, who basically shaft everyone on primary, you know, if they, they played played well. Yeah, I think hmm. it, if that's the goal, I think it's something to keep in mind at tournaments is you've got this your block that uses a lot of dice, like for orcs, it's the flash kits. You need to be good at rolling that amount of dice quickly. Because yeah. you can spend a lot of time, you can lose a lot of time just making game actions, yeah. and that I think is where he fell down. I think it would be quite a different story if it hadn't taken him ten minutes to resolve his saves and, every, every yeah. time he took a wound. Yeah, worried the squad and being quick at feel no pains, which is naturally slow. But you, if you want to be playing in a competitive scenario, you've got to be efficient at that yeah. and understand mm. it. I did see a really good thing on how to actually handle feel no pains in competitive play which was you don't necessarily have to slow roll into the way that most people do, which is one save at a time, feel no, no pains. You simply roll your saves, one, two, three, four, and make sure you track the order of the saves. Yeah. And then you go, you do your feel no pains down the save line, and you sort of calculate off that who and what dies. So first save, failed, but I passed my two feel no pains. That one's passed, so he's still alive. And you kind of work your yeah, way. That's a good way of doing it. And that's, I think uh, people saying that's the, the best way of doing it in a in a quick way because it is really painful when you've got an inexperienced opponent who's like feel no pain one save one feel no pain second feel no pain a lot and yeah yeah and then they time out and then they can't make resurrection rolls anymore <laughs> so the, the, the 400 point block in the middle of the board is now useless yeah lesson probably not learned <laughs> he was a nice chap I think um, yeah. the game was quite frustrating for him because he yeah. Time down. Um, yeah. But um, I also learned, again, it was just another example of me not quite having the damage output that I needed. Yeah. Um, but I was able to lean on things like Mosrog and knobs at minus one to wound to just not die. Yeah. To the little plinky shooting that he had. <laughs> nice. How was your, your game? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you a story about. A very mental blank. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was playing against Chaos Space Marines, and I can't remember whether we selected that or not. We might have done, because I, I looked at his list and thought it, it doesn't look like a very strong list, despite it being Chaos Space Marines. It was not a good list. It was not a good list. It wasn't painted either, was it? No, no, okay. no that's the thing. It's, it's so he didn't get his 10 points of painted. The stuff I mean, that was painted, though, 
yeah was really good quite yeah, yeah. so there was one unit which was outstanding and yeah but you're already at a two point difference yeah yeah. Well, he so, said that he was running it because in ninth edition it was really, really competitive. Was it? No. So <laughs> I, I couldn't. I've played him before, and he's nuts. Absolutely nuts. He he was completely bananas. And I mean, we're playing the game, and I'm you know I'm doing reasonably well. And the, the, I think the highlight was going into so end of my turn two, going into his turn three. Um, he drew his tactical cards one of which was engaged on all fronts. And he then went to the back of his board and picked up the two Chaos Space Marine biker units, which, if they're within six inches of a board edge, can, at the end of the opponent's turn, um, go into reserves. Um, and I was like, dude, you can't do that. You, you, you can't pull units off the board in your turn, which should have been done in my turn. Now you know that they will be very useful for scoring the secondary that you've just pulled. Um, and he basically accused me of not listening and being deaf. Um, <laughs> just from the others in the room, we obviously we're all in a room playing. I When this uh, exchange happened and he said, you weren't listening, yeah. I heard Steve's voice change from his blue voice to his purple voice. Yeah. <laughs> and looked up and made eye contact with Isaac and we both just quietly like, put down the tape measures, like, just <laughs> we're going to observe this situation. <laughs> I think I, I, I mean, I, I, just, I just remember going, you're not doing it, it's unfair and it's unsportsmanlike to, mm. to be doing that. Um and you can't you can't be saying I'm not listening, so I'm paying attention to the game. <laughs> yeah, Steve was um, the only one not tech. Well, other than Smithy, not actually using the WhatsApp to yeah, communicate because yeah. yeah, he was too in the game. Yeah. And uh, in the end, I just ended up shouting no, 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 no at him, increasingly louder and more, um, well, angry. Basically. Yeah, I didn't hear Did any of this. No. no, I was in my own little s- sweating, trying to close the gap. On I was enough points ahead to relax. <laughs> yeah. The exact word that I. My head turned. That was when you went, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Steve. Uh, <laughs> that's the escalation. <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah. So he was. He was a bit. He's a bit bananas. That guy. Um, and the cheating. Yeah. There is. So he was rolling Philne pains for um, a chosen unit, which, and it was, it was hard work to kill a shit. They're generally tough. They're three wounds. You know. They so they offset a few bits of damage. So they're quite hard to kill. But I was putting quite a few dev wounds through and it was I was getting there, but these feel no pains were just like slowing me down. I was having to commit I planned, I think, a couple of units to kill them and I needed a third and blah blah blah. Um it didn't make much of a difference, it just kind of slowed me down a bit. Um and it was a convincing win in the end. Eighteen two in Yeah. Um yeah, so it was it, it was a convincing win. Christ. But, um <laughs> Yeah, so as it turns out, so I was chatting off, we were all having a debrief after the game. It turns out the Trojan don't have a feel no pain. And I actually went and spoke to the TO about it because I've played this guy before and there was a few sort of. He doesn't really seem to know what's going on a lot of the time and just said to the TO, who's a re- TO's really great. Yeah. Um, just so you know, he's rolling feel no pains on Chosen. They haven't got access to one. Um, I don't know if he's misusing one of the enhancements because there is an enhancement a Lord can take that gives them a feel no pain. But. You know, they were a corn unit or whatever, and that's a Slanesh enhancement. Um, and I happened to be in the room when the TO spoke to him, and he was just like, no, I didn't. And he was like, no. I was rolling them on my possessed, which you said were like either not on the board at the time or no. were on the other side they, of the They table. were dealt with in turn, my turn one, actually. Yeah. 
because the <laughs> master of possession does give chosen. Uh, sorry, yeah. uh, I feel no pain to the unity joins, but there was no no one runs a master of possession with chosen. You run chaos bolts. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Um, so it was, it was just it was a slightly weird game that one, but um, well, you know, lots of points. So it was eighteen two. So yeah, yeah that's what the TO said that he was just like. Yeah, he got basically smacked, so it didn't really alter the game. No, no. How was your game too? Um, it was another interesting one. Uh, it was against Tau, and he did have, I think, two of the Cyclic uh, Iron Blaster squads. Squads um, of Doom. Yeah, they're um, horrible. He he uh, he started off very slow moving, um, and he spent a good probably 10 minutes or so moving a devil fish backwards and forwards trying to line things up properly <laughs> and I did then say to him like <clears throat> look you're spending a lot of time moving this one unit I would like to play my turn <laughs> <laughs> um, can you just be aware like and it is at this point he'd moved it back and forward three or four times he's like oh do you mind if I do that I need to check if I can get around here I was like we should go on so he did that um, it was it was actually quite a fun game um, again, Murderfang managed to throw him around the back into his deployment zone. I think that threw him off a bit. Using um, Logan Grimnar and the Thunderwolves, they get access to a one command point strat that gives them minus one to hit and minus one to wound. So having them move up into the Cyclic Iron nice. Blaster squads kind of tied them up for probably longer than he would have liked. Um, and it was a game, it was the only game I went. Actually, I might have gone fixed in the third one, I can't remember. I definitely went fixed in this one, though. Bring it down and cleanse. Yeah. Maxed out, bring it down. Good. Um, by turn three, by the look of it. Nice. By t- on turn three, yeah. yeah nice. Eight in turn two, twelve <laughs> in turn three. Um, Jesus. Yeah. And I think that was majority murder fang. Um, okay. <laughs> um, again. MVP. Yeah. It, it's weird, like, you tell people what he can do, and they're like, okay. And then he does it, and they're like, "Oh God!" Yeah, um, <laughs> he's still punching things. He's still going through. Um, but yeah, he it, obviously that first movement bit was fun. He took a little bit of time in movement, but he generally got better. But then towards the end of the game, it was I had I think two units on the board at this point. Uh, the last turn, he had a few more. It was my turn to start moving. I could have do it, and he's like, "I'm going to go walk around the room and see how the other people are doing." <laughs> and then left and I was like cool I've moved my two units stood there for a little bit and I was like right I'm ready to shoot and he comes back and goes oh no I want to overwatch here and said to him you walked after in my turn you're not going to overwatch and then carried on the game which is a very fair response because the sequence of moving can bait out better or worse overwatch yeah, for exactly, your opponent yeah, yeah. so just coming back and saying oh everything's moved I choose that unit it's exactly, not quite yeah. Not quite. Right. Not how it works. No, no. I like um, to ask them, "Do you want to Overwatch?" And less experienced players yes. instantly go, "Yeah," because yeah. they, they feel like you're saying, "Like, yeah. oh, this is the you should Overwatch." So you're like four chaos space it's, marines. It's all that. Also, like reminding them that like you can do that in tenth now. Don't forget. Like, yeah. it's not just limited to when you're being charged. Actually, um, let me just jump in and yeah. compare that to. I had a really good interaction over confusion and misinterpretation in my first mm. game with that really nice Thousand Suns player. So he was, it was his hit in his turn, he was moving a few units around. I had probably the best Overwatch unit in the game, the Infernal Master with the, a Vortex Crystal. He's disgusting. Um, <laughs> sat re- looking at about four or five units, so I've got lots of options. <laughs> like, and I said, I was joking, I said, mate, if any of this twitches, it's fucked. <laughs> Um, and he, so he was thinking about some of his turn and he, 
he kind of miscommunicated where what he's going to do with Aaron, and he put him right in front of the unit. Um, and he said he was going to do some like move again, which you can do. So I won't bore you with detail. So he put Aramin down, and then he went on to move something else. So I was like, okay, well, I'd like to overwatch Aramin actually because I'd assassinate. Um, he's like, oh no, I, did, I wasn't going to put him there. I was going to do that. I was like, uh, well, I'm confused now because he put him there, and you're on to moving your next unit. And I, you know, I don't want to see all of your movement and thereby cheat mm. you by assessing what is the best thing to shoot. And we're like, oh no, we've both kind of screwed this up. What are we going to do? And he was like, actually, it's my fault. I shouldn't have put Aramon down. I should have been clear about my intention yeah. about what I was going to do with the move again. So go ahead and overwatch. I've watched. I think I think I killed him. And in the end, we were like, it was just a really polite, yeah, as it should fair be. way yeah, of resolving yeah, exactly. it. No one got the hump. We no. just both misunderstood kind of what was going on. But you were both present in the game. Yes. So yeah, a and again, I think the game, it, well, the game ended 175 to him. So it wasn't an overwhelming loss. It was, I thought it did pretty well. But it was a shame that it was just, yeah, a weird, a weird team. To yeah. play it was a weird team. Yeah. Um, but a convincing win for us, I think. Uh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? We got quite a lot of points on that one. Um, and then round three, uh, did we draw as a note? Yeah, we did. Yeah. As a, we, we, were, we got more points. But because we were within five points of them, that counts as a draw. So we performed better, but the same. And by the way, this team we played in the last round had the previous weekend, I think all or most of them have been to um, a, a grand tournament in Coventry and done a lot of them had done quite well. Yeah. yeah right. So this is a, a pretty experienced team we were playing. The, they had the proper shirts and everything. Yeah, we proper shirts. Proper cards. shirts. Yeah, they, proper cards. Yeah. We did have the worst matchup cards. Of the day, yeah, we, we had the, the ones Michael printed out for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we didn't even bring our own. Which we, I, we're going to have to work on that. Yeah, because yeah. well, yeah. the first guys had Pokemon cards yeah. as their thing, and it's like, oh shit, those yeah, are that's awesome. Good. Yeah. <laughs> like that's really on brand for us. And we've got we've... a piece of paper <laughs> with like Arial Font Ten Chaos Space Marines. <laughs> Not even cut neatly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not even on a guillotine. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Might as well have been plastic ribbed scissors for a triangle. So I, I think we got the pairings a bit wrong here. Um, I got quite excited during the pairings. You got really excited, <laughs> justifiably so, because we, you'd done some on-point research about World Eaters, you, and you wanted to have them. You pointed me in the right direction. One of the Orcs versus World Eaters, you ask any, any man on the street, and they're going to tell you that's going to be turn one, let's fight, let's Blood just shed. scrap. I think it was turn three before any of the, either of us played <laughs> any unit. I put my I put my Gretchen in a big line in front. I know Angron has a twenty-two inch plus charge threat range. So my Gretchen in front, everything was four point one inches behind. Screen to perfection. So if the Gretchen and I, I this was uh, it was a, the, one of the best games of Warhammer I played because of the opponent. He was a really nice guy. I said to him. Are you happy that these? I'm putting my units 4.1 inches behind my Gretchen so <clears> that you can't consolidate into them without me having to measure it every time that I move. And he was like, Yeah, no problem. I think actually I said 3.1, and he said it needs to be 4.1. Well, because, because of the base. That's good of him. Because I get in, because yeah, I get into engagement range yeah, yeah. 3.1. I was like, Okay, cool. And we talked out and I did it. And I just walked my first two turns, I walked up the board, he moved some eight bound around, we didn't really do anything. And then <laughs> I turned three. 
was right, I'm gonna wah and the Gretchen peeled back and the entire arm <laughs> through the centre and then we scrapped. Um, Cinematic moment. Yeah, yeah, it was very much masterful um, edging. <laughs> and then the <laughs> delightful explosion. Um, and yeah, it was it was a really good fun game. Um, I think he ended up just uh, pipping me on points because of Angron's movement. Yeah. He was able to pick up a um, late capture enemy outpost um, because Angron moves 22 inches. Yeah. It's a narrow so, loss. Uh, yeah, I think it yeah. was like... I'll, I'll check, so I've got the results here. It was 75 to 81. Yeah, nice. Well, yeah. Um, and it would have been... <gasps> One point off a bastard draw. It would have been 80 to 76 to me um, if my flash gets an overwatch properly. They f- uh, failed to kill a juggernaut on Overwatch, and he was able to get it around onto the middle objective. Fine uh, margins. Which flipped him to holding more and took that. It was a 10 point swing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, really good game, really good fun. World Eaters and Orcs is a great matchup because it's just good old fashioned bare chested men slapping each other. Except yeah. later than you expected. Uh, yeah, later than you expected. <laughs> A little bit of posturing first. A little too much foreplay. Just the right man. <laughs> I, had a, I had a good game into Tau. I can't remember whether they picked that or whether we picked that, but whatever. Um, again, really nice opponent. He was really precise with his movement, which I really f- appreciate in an opponent. I hate loose movement and waving tape measures generally near the table. And <laughs> Anyway... <laughs> So that was good, and we had a, um, a complete stare off like you. So you had a melee stare off. We had a shooting stare off. Three turns, no one, no one went near the middle. Fortunately, that favoured me because I could um, pop my indirect strat and fire Magnus bombs over the top. <laughs> I fucking hate a Magnus bomb. Uh, Eleven. Um, and the game really turned in like uh, probably turn four when he eventually brought his massive crisis suit out, and he shot. One squad of rubrics, which are about cool. 100 points, took a, took a, uh, an objective off me. And I was like, cool, well, I'll trade one objective and 100 points for, for that. Then I wiped the whole thing. Um, <laughs> and Magnus ran around the side. So the, the end of the game uh, is really tight. Really, we're in within five points of each other for the whole game. In the end, it, um, a Magnus double move um, and me clearing the centre meant about a 20 point swing so I got capture enemy outpost I took an objective off him blah 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 and it just it like flipped in the last two turns from KG to um, a, a close win Steve is a master of the turn 4-5 swing <laughs> nobody scores more points in turn 5 than Steve I think you scored something like 31 or something in a game we played that was in round 2 of one of the Mystic tournaments I think yeah. with, um, that was Baharoth what a f- what a guy. What a guy. <laughs> I didn't have fun. <laughs> really dry game. Uh, my game was really good. It was <clears throat> very close. There was three points uh, in it. So it was a 10-10 draw. Um, but I got very annoyed and I got quite heated. Um, and some of it was directed at uh, Michael, the TO, um, about terrain. So we were playing on... GW terrain layout uh, and the stuff was on Perspex uh, blocks uh, templates, whatever you want to call them and in my mind that is if the idea behind those is if you're 
in them, you are in the ruin. Yeah, Am I wrong in that assumption? If you're in the per- if you're on the perspex, you're in the ruin. Yeah, was not the case because um, there was some low wall uh, bits, but the first one was because one of these buildings had this weird little alcove, kind of like this room. It kind of jo- John has forgotten this is an audio podcast. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so it was it was almost a normal owl shape, but a little bit went back in on itself. Yeah. Um, so, and this was the building next to the center. So I wanted my chaos born to just sit in there, and I, I measured everything out. It was literally just within six inches. So the intent was clear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but because one of them had to um, be in this kind of alcove and essentially out, but still in the perspex, so there should have been a wall there, So and ground floor was closed, but he said, no, that's not how it works, and shot me. Mm, yeah. So, Go on, what was it? Was it effectively uh, like an archway? Is that what you mean? Like an um, open archway? No, it was um, it was like a room coming back on itself. Um, yeah. uh, I don't really... So, say, it was kind of like this. So this is a wall. Yeah. And then it comes back. Oh, yeah, here we go. Which so I'm going to draw it out. A diagram. Um, yeah. Just, this is now ASMR time, so listen to the pencil. <laughs> uh, so the wall comes down... <laughs> And then it goes like this, <laughs> and then it has a kind of whatever bit here. Yeah, and it's like this. But the perspex was like this, and you were outside. Uh, you were in the alcove. I, I see the alcove faced outwards. I see. Yeah, I, yeah. He, I was the way around. He had like a tank here and just oh. shot. So. And the, so the centre was here. I, I think that's bollocks from the TO because to to have that amount of variability in the terrain, it looks cool. Just play it how it should be played, yeah. right? Just, well, it's it an L shape with a fucking wall. It's also like, why have you got the Perspex bases there in that case? That, yeah. that was, I think it's, the biggest problem that I think has been caused is by playing with ground floor closed. Because yeah. GW is, if you've got, if you've got windows... You can shoot out. It's true line of sight now because most terrain isn't standardised to have lots of windows. You either should play all ground floor is open or all is closed. But when you're on the big perspex ruins, saying oh, but the ruin is literally only the physical wall, then becomes tricky because what's the point in perspex? What's the point in the perspex if you're saying that? And then you also then run into the issue of if you've got a ruin that kind of peters off into a point at the bottom. Well, half your unit's visible when it's in the room, and half the unit's not. So I think there's too much variability, so, and there needed to be more clarity at the start of the day. Because if you'd explained that at the start of the day, fair enough, the TO's made a ruling, but the lack of clarity, I think, is... So that instance, I kind of was like, fine, whatever, because multiple people were saying that is how it is. I was like, it's not, but fine, well, let's get, <laughs> we're, we're eating time. We're, we yeah. had a chess clock for that game. So I was like, let's just move on with things. And then later on, he had a tank in a building, and it was the, you know, the little ruins, which we like. Yeah. But they are, effect, they are still ruins. They're just ones you can move over. Yeah. 
and he tried to shoot through it because it, it's like it's a little war you can do that I was like no just that yeah, I'm not having absolutely that absolutely not that it's a ruin the ground floor is closed it's all on one perspex like, yeah yeah, which would have been ruled earlier. Um, well, it was kind it's of just the way the terrain was set up for the early one. But we called the TO over for this one, um, and Michael was trying to say, "Yeah, you can shoot through that." I was like, "And absolutely <laughs> not. No, you've said it's ground floor closed." Yeah, and Michael was like, "Ah, oh, no, this is something you two should have decided at the start of your game." It, I was like, yeah. "No." This is a mistake of you saying ground floor closed. Yeah. yeah. This is why ground floor closed doesn't work like this. And he just kind of walked off. Which is fair <laughs> enough, because I was getting... I was you getting, were giving him yeah. some shit. Yeah, I was standing up straight. I, I'd come out of my, like, chest nerds. <laughs> Nurgle's rotted yeah. left. <laughs> You've gone through purple voice and you were into red voice. Um, John, I was playing world eaters at that point. But then after that, the, the my opponent was very good. And he was <clears> like, look, I'll, I'll move my thing because it's... It's very one-sided. I can shoot another thing if I go this way, so I'm just going to go that way instead. That was good of him. I was like, cool. I'm sorry for getting annoyed, yeah. but this, the ruling's not yeah. working here. No. Yeah. Um, I've already had it screw me over once. I'm not doing it twice. Yeah. There, um, there were yeah. some inconsistent terrain rulings start of the day. Well, sometimes you have three different terrain setups. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you've got to have a bit of sympathy for Michael because he does generally run a really good tournament. Yeah, he yeah. makes oh, some he amazing does. looking scenery, but it, with all of that said, the drawback to all of that cool looking scenery is it's, it's not quite yeah. functional and not quite standardised. Yeah, like your, your table in the last round was it the Necron table? No, yeah. I had the Necron. Oh, table. you yeah, poor boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, um, to be honest, with a, a majority infantry, well, a good number of infantry, it's not too bad. But it does make positioning very difficult when you've got inch, two inch thick walls, and it's like, what yeah. am I going to do here? I can't really move into something. I can't yeah. properly sort of. Yeah, and you through. did well in that last game. We were saying before, weren't we? Thousand Suns is a bad matchup. For yeah. Space orbs. Um, and it did end up being eighty to ninety three to him. That's pretty good. Uh, That's both, really good. We yeah. both maxed out primary. Um, so it was just the secondary. I got twenty out of forty. He got thirty three out of forty. Um, did you learn anything from um, playing me in the Mystics it was well yeah it was before? definitely the I mean, like we previously mentioned getting rid of characters yeah because being able to knock the ability to use certain free strats yeah. free sort of um, cabal uh, abilities was a big one and also I, I held units back a lot more than I might have done mm. um, and I think that was again a big help because it meant at the end I could maybe move out score a couple of secondaries that came up um, and also nice. deny him some secondaries that were coming out there as well Yeah, but yeah again lovely chap had his movement down down to a T um, you know as soon as I was deploying something he'd take measure out dice were down to like you know maximum threat range making sure he was outside of that um, which was yeah made it a very clinical game his end it, it's really nice when you get that because you're both mm. sure about what's happening. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, there's no there's no ambiguity about like okay, if I move here, I may be in range. It's like no, he. I know I'm not going to get in range there, yeah. which does make it like you say easier for you as well to think. Is there actually much point me moving that unit there? I might be better off repositioning to yeah. a safer spot to line something else mm. up. Um, <coughs> yeah, lovely chap. Um, just a, another. Yeah, a fun game as well. 
Cool. I had a good third game. was uh, drawn against somebody else called Isaac, which made the initial scoring quite confusing, and we had to input <laughs> surnames. We'd both realised that both being called Isaac was going to be an issue going forward. <laughs> so, yeah, it started out really quite reasonable. It was an orc list. Um, played orcs before playing Ollie, so I kind of knew what most stuff did. Um, I did get the start of the game. Mate, you're going to table me. Oh, we'll just see how the game goes. Oh, you're going to table me. Okay, but he was, you know, it seemed um, kind of light-hearted, humorous pessimism at first. Yeah. And then I had a bit of a worry we maybe weren't going to finish because he was taking quite a while and we didn't have a chess clock. And I w- we were quite level-pegging until about turn three because I hadn't quite killed everything to push through to score big in the fourth and fifth turn. Um, and then as I started to kill things, that kind of friendly, bantery pessimism, sorry, pessimism became kind of just like, cynicism <laughs> and I'd be like rolling dice and going so my forge fiends 3d6 shots uh, it's a six a four and a one so that's x amount of shots and he wasn't even looking going yeah whatever yeah cool <laughs> and just boxing his stuff up and I kind of thought come on we've, we're both having a game here and then when he kind of made that decision I kind of went for the I'm going to table you now this I don't have to do this I'm choosing to do this <laughs> yeah. because you're you not are, engaging with me and you embodied Abaddon and then, the yeah. yeah, but to his credit, you know, once the game was over, you know, we had a laugh, we shook hands, he gave me a grot from his grot box, he had a little container of painted grots, which he was giving out to opponents. That's I, cool. love, I love yeah. that idea, I want to try to do that from with walkers. His, <laughs> That'd be cool. There's some sort of weird grot guns the army has, they're like, fought, like, almost like artillery battery kind of things. The met guns. Yeah, met guns. They were so fun to see somebody roll because it's like D6 shots on a Laz cannon, and then he'd be like, and it's a one again, yeah. and it was really fun. But he had all the little bits that you get from that apparently are tokens, yes. And he was just like, I just painted them up and I take them to tournaments and I give them out. Hmm. So I've got my little grot on my bookcase at home. So that was it, it was a nice end to the game. I think he'd probably just got sick of getting kicked around in I, the tournament that day. I yeah. think, given the list that he had as well, because it was the three trucks, three big trucks, 60 infantry. Yeah, a, a, an admirable list. Um, Badly staged, though. Yeah, I, I remember I saw the pic, your picture from the game of his deployment. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> Straight line. Just all of the trucks sideways on, presenting their juicy flanks to the forge fiends. <laughs> so I picked up two trucks, turn one, and two ten-man squads of boys, and yeah. basically punched a hole in the middle of the wire line, um, and meant that he couldn't he just couldn't war turn two because there was nothing left in reasonable threat range. I, I think post post tournament analysis, what he was going for is sometimes if you're in a really bad matchup, your best bet is to just be as aggressive as possible. Yeah. And he was hoping to get the first turn, disembark, advance, charge, and just get something. Get whatever he can, get into range of whatever he can, and kill something so he just put his trucks as close as possible to use them as a three inch move rather than as a transport yeah I saw a good video on um, was it a video pictures there were definitely pictures involved um, of <laughs> actually <laughs> insisting um, players do disembark around the truck and they were showing the difference between nine inch movement and nine inch disembark and actually, if somebody just moves nine inches, you often end up with this. They, they, you know, people, players will do a perfectly straight line of two rows, which means your boys on the end have actually probably moved about f- yeah. thirteen inches yeah. Yeah. because they're not in a yeah the L shape or the, the yeah the, the, the U shape or the L shape. So I need to make sure I'm calling people on that. So that, the way I've 
been doing it because um, it came up in our game, my game three against the Japan World Eaters, is essentially I put the corners of the L shape. So we've got like one model here, one model here, one model here around the truck, and then that L shape moves so that you have sure. the shape of where you're yeah, going to yeah. fit. Yeah. The that acrylic thing we got from uh, the Stratford tournament, which is uh, you've got one for your Eldar. It's it's got those little small measurements. One side is three inches. Kill team, yeah, the little gauges. The combat gauges, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's not a kill team one, but yeah, yeah it's the same measure. It's exactly same measurements. Yeah. yeah, but having that every I use it every game now with rhinos and things. You place it three inch, you place it on there. It's like cool. That's like on the diagonal. Uh, from like the front left bit of the uh, rhino, you put one guy. It's like cool. That's that. And then yeah, you you place it a couple of bits and fill in, and then do your move. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think we're the ones doing the fourteen-inch move out I've of a truck. Genuinely, <laughs> Warhammer confession time. I in ninth or tenth, I've never used a transport. <laughs> I've never I, I don't it's one of my grey areas and rules where if I get asked to disembark question <laughs> I just say yes because cool, yeah. I've Carry never on. used the transport the, some some of the rules for it are really wonky like in, in game 3 again I had this rhino and I charged it with a squad of beast snagger boys and a squad of squid hog boys and I had the rhino completely wrapped you cannot Disembark from a trans. You cannot voluntarily disembark from a transport if it is completely surrounded. If you can't all get out within three, yeah. you have to let the runner has to die, and then you can do emergency disembarkation, similar to our game, yeah. where you can get out within six inches. But if you wrap a transport and don't kill it, the unit inside is just stuck. Yeah, yeah, which is. Incred- an incredible feeling to trap 10 corn berserkers and a master of executions they're just rattling around <laughs> banging on the windows <laughs> let going. me out <laughs> I think I managed to I managed to roll badly enough to keep them trapped in there for two turns <laughs> praying the dice are against you <laughs> yeah just like once I just want to see once <laughs> we had a fun bad dice interaction on Thursday didn't we trying to fail a dark pact to kill oh, yeah. some chaos cultists yeah. to make the charge range longer <laughs> I killed one. I was hoping if three might have done me, but no, <laughs> it would have done because yeah, you yeah. rolled a nine on I that. Nine yeah, on so that if, I, if I'd rolled yeah. a five or a six, we'd have won the game. Oh no, chaos okay. cultists blowing their own heads up. Like, yeah. um, I thought you'd approve. I do approve. <laughs> what, so what's the? I'm aware you need to leave. At, I've already texted to say I might be slightly late. Oh, okay, what's your secret analysis thing, or have you touched upon it? What's the deal? I, I've, I've touched upon it. I will give you the the essence rather than the specifics. Oh Christ! For the private reviews. <laughs> yeah. Everyone did well. Hey. Hey. Everyone did well. I think the the main thing we'd want to improve on is um, if we can eventually ever work out how to do pairings properly. <laughs> like the predictions, so yeah. that we can like say we know confidently we're going to get like a big win there or a small loss there. Um, but yeah, there was, there was generally good performance all around. Everyone got the points we thought we were going to get. No one, you know, no one screwed anything up. No one liked... Th- there was some over-performances, but yeah, it was good. Yeah, I think... Because we spoke about it before. It's like, do we need a tailor list? And you said, like, no, just play what you know, which I think worked in our favour. But I think now, 
we could tailor lists? I think you can tailor lists to, um, to teams a bit. Um, I still think the key principle has to be comfort and familiarity yeah. with the list because yeah. ultimately everyone's playing a game of Warhammer and the yeah. better you can pilot it, the more points you'll get. Um, but that, that Demon's guy in the first round is a good example of take, yeah. take something a bit skewed and mental um, and just kind of put it out there and if the opposition's five teams haven't got anything that they can do against yeah. it, well, yeah. you've got no yeah, good if options. You, if they can't pass that stat check, that's just a speed bump. Yeah. I think that's where if we had maybe one one list that had las cannons and things like that in it, we had a, yeah. you know maybe a third of it is anti-tank that isn't at the cost of your own army's internal efficiency and balance. That would have been the right matchup, and we just didn't really have a list that was. I mean, mine arguably one of the better ones against that. Yours has the highest damage output. My obliterator is my forge fiends, but Uh, but that that was that would have been a good matchup if I had built my list based on the external meta, not the Mystic Games meta, because I would have had two squads of beast snagger boys with beast bosses instead of one squad of beast snagger boys without a beast boss. And you can think more about the external meta when you've got more models, can't you? Like I've got eight thousand points of chaos, I can. Play yeah, what I like. Around, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas sometimes at Mystic you rock up and somebody's like, I've made two thousand points and it's like this isn't gonna be fun for you, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The other thing I was thinking about was uh, faction selection. I did, so we've all got I think a couple maybe at least a couple of factions we can choose from. I chose Thousand Sons and I probably should have earlier twigged that I should be going into Eldar, but honestly, I have had enough of um like flatlining people around the shop, but they're like, oh, it's pretty fucking boring. So, um, no, we love it. We love it. Yeah. So anyway, so I was on Thousand Suns, and it it was it was all right. But I think the old competitive in um, scenario should have really been taken Eldar. For particularly the chaos matchup with Eldar. Yeah, would have been a because they've got the firepower, they've got the yeah. movement, um, the phantasm. Yeah, well, it's not even that. It's the is it the dark spinners or whatever they're called. The nice night spinners. Night spinners. Yeah, yeah. Really good into acoustic cultists. Could have been a bit more aggressive on the pairings if you were on the elder. Like yeah. if chaos were put up, it's like yeah, fuck it. Yeah, come out, uh, bro. Yeah. yeah, here's chaos. Here's a mirror match or elder. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say the flip side to it though is like Smithy, your space wolves list is not. It's a solid list. It's not like popping off in the middle, oh, is it? And you no, still no. scored some good points and got some good results. So it's, I think there's a few like little optimizations we could make for the next tournament, but I wouldn't tip anything upside down. Well, this, I think it's it's probably as well. Like, I think probably going forward, I'll shift to Necrons anyway. Similar, yeah, thing to, good. similar thing to Isaac. I've got probably about eight nine thousand points worth of things sat there. And then you add on, I've got about five thousand points. So we yeah. can basically choose any necro for exactly. Like. And you know, and, and three silent kings. Well, I've got like you know sixty warriors. So it's like I can do the blobs. I was basically missing Oricon Yeah. To make that out. Yeah. Now I've got him on pre-order, so it's like yeah. that's yeah. You you said that's it. Yeah. At Mystic Games Whitney. Exactly. At <laughs> Mystic Games Whitney. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like I, said, I don't. I've less so than you guys played the competitive sort of tournament stuff, so I'm not really in it to do the super tailored lists. I yeah. do like playing a bit of a a funky list, hence throwing like five name characters, four name characters into it. Um, 
we should probably lean into that next time. But I get you. You could just choose some like mental skew list and go wild with it. But I think it's like you're saying. That's it's like the familiarity is quite an easy list to pilot at that point because I'm not. I've got armor of contempt, so I can throw that on anyone. Um, The minus one to hit, minus one to wound strat is on one unit, and that's a tough unit anyway. Yeah. Um, And then until the third game, people didn't know what to do with like Murderfang, like. Word, word had spread at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I think that goes quite far actually because you see Marines. You, I think Marines at this point are kind of. It doesn't fucking matter what, no. for the most part, who they are. It could be Space Wolves, could be Blood Angels, could be Imperial Fists. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, they're going to have the Eradicators, the Gladiator Lancer, yeah. this, yeah. that, Ballistas, and that. Dreadnought, yeah, yes, some aggressors. Uh, yeah, Howlblood, all of that. And then you rock up, it's like, yeah, none of that. I'm going to yeah. fight you. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Like, oh, shit. So you are for murder for yeah. four activations. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, Bjorn is there. Uh, tough to shift, but he's got a Vect. So, you know, adding that one CP cost to a strat. When a lot of lists might depend on a, yeah. a Chaos Lord using a free strategy. Yeah. Well, that's now one CP regardless, <laughs> and it can really throw a spanner in the works. It, for, it really came up in our game, making yeah. the um, Arda's Nails two CP. Like, I can no longer spam that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I will use that twice a turn, every turn. Yeah. Yeah. Which now is actually an interesting point for the second game where I went fixed um, secondaries. It really showed, because obviously relying on having at least maybe one, two command points a turn, hmm. and going tactical, there's quite often where you'll just be chucking a secondary yeah, away. I noticed that as well. You're getting a free a free command point at the end, and you're like, cool, I, I can now burn... An Overwatch. I can burn an yeah. Armour Contempt. I can burn a Dark Obscuration. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it is like it's it's readjusting your thinking to like I'm not going to have that stratagem available to me. Yeah. Um, Feels a bit yeah. starved, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> well no, I think that wraps it up quite nicely. Um, uh, would. I think we've done quite well. Uh, that yeah, here we came second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we're starting to get up there in like the BCP rankings for what it's worth. But I think, do you? Does anyone have plans like next year for different things? I'm mining up the Oxford GT, um, which I think is in April. Uh, and also, I want to do the the London GT, just because it's, it's, it's the event. Isn't yeah, it? I've been talk we've been talking about it and known about it for a couple of years now. It's like just do one, come on. Um, uh, and we could do. I, I reckon there's some potential there if we really hone in. If we couple of us land on some good lists, some factions that are strong at the time. Yeah. Hmm. I think some of it's it a good placings potentially is going to see we've got to survive. Some of us have got to survive the spring, which is the Dark Angels, Chaos Space Marines, Orcs Codexes dropping, and then have like a better idea of yeah. where it's at. Because I I've shelved my Dark Angels and I bloody love Dark Angels, but you know, just not enjoyable to play. in like half my models are legends now. Um, <laughs> Thank you, GW. Uh, but when the new codex drops, really excited to get some of the, the beautiful new sculpts. I'm the one thing that would break me is when the orc codex drops, there will be a speed wild attachment. If it's the <laughs> best one, 
if it's the correct one to play, it's going to hurt me. Because it's, that's the one section of Orcs I don't have a lot of models for. Yeah, I do. But he will buy a lot of models Oh, yeah, for I will immediately <laughs> Every vehicle kit going. Yeah, so, I'll, I'll be on eBay. Watch your smashed up vehicle. Send them to me. Yeah. Eight quid for a Rhino? It's mine. Get on Cups 3D. I'm all over it these days. Yeah. <laughs> um, you need a 3D printer. Yeah. Arrived today. I've, I've never been in this situation where... I don't know when my codexes are coming out. I've, my two armies, Blood Angels and Death Guard, I have no idea when. Yeah, no. I'm just going to be sat on an index for. Yeah, they're off the road up years, to three yeah. years. Like, oh, what am I... You've just got to remember, <laughs> you're never going to be in a place probably where Imperial Guard were, where you get a codex for five oh, minutes. It's horrendous. Because you play at least two popular factions. Well, I mean, guards should have been popular. Well, no, so you say that, that might be the case with Death Guard. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? We could be the last one. But with all the balance slits, everyone will have ten factions by the end. So <laughs> ten different army yeah. by the end of it. There's, there were, we're probably due a number Points. one in January, right? January. Points in January right, and balance slate. Yeah. 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 Balance slate. By points are every six months. Yeah, I'm expecting the point sites. I think some of them are due. I don't think that the strats and things need tweaking because they weren't oppressive before the points dropped. I think they'll thin out Eldar and CSM and, you know... Orcs by the look of it, which is... Nah, uh, I'm expecting some little shifts. Maybe, yeah, little... little. F- I think trucks will go up again. Yeah. They, they went up from 50 to 60 and you're still running as many as you can get away with. Hmm. I, I don't think it'll be too... Um, I, I don't think it'll be... A, yeah. a, I think a, bad a lot of stuff has got to go... Back to yeah, what yeah. it was. Um, Abaddon probably go down because who's running Abaddon? Yeah, one of the best decisions I've ever made. Hardest decisions I've ever made as well. I'm not running Abaddon. <laughs> um, the rumblings for Death Guard is that Typhus is going to go back to what he was because people are running him as if he was like lone op. That's what Abaddon's been run as now. <laughs> it's like yeah, he gets deployed in the opponent's deployment zone. It's like go on then, kill him. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> He's like fifty points or something daft. Yeah, but with Abaddon. Okay, he's 310 points. He's an absolute murder unit, and for one CP, which he generates for free every turn, you can loan up him. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> he can just run up the board by himself. He, does, he does actually have loan up. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Dark Obscuration, but oh, then he gives strap, the Accursed yeah. Cultists a four-up invulnerable. You try chewing through those on a four-up invulnerable. No. <laughs> I won't. Yeah. Thank you for the offer. No. I did it to Lucas and the big knight with the... Do you know the, the new one, not the Lancer, the other one? Oh, with the, yeah, the, the, the big gun thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. He killed two. <laughs> it's just like... I told you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picking up my models. Alright, yeah. You've Shake won. hands, good game. Yeah. I've shot you with a Titan weapon, and I've killed two men. <laughs> <laughs> no thank you. The Grey Knights player in my second game of the team's tournament, he, he went, asked the stats, talked through, he's like, offensive stats, defensive stats, and I took them. I went, okay. And he didn't shoot them once all game, and he was but, just like, I've made a decision. That's, that's the correct <laughs> choice. Yep. Yep. That's, what you, that's what you should do. They sat on two objectives all game, and yeah. We'll probably do some. It's not going to be tournament breakdowns, but we'll, we've got some things in the works. Uh, we'll see some what ideas. happens. Ideas. There. I think next year is the year of tabletop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and yeah we'll see how it goes thank you for listening this is a long one Um, and uh, yeah we'll see you next time see you again see ya ta-ta bye